what's up everyone welcome to another episode of let me finish this is your boy dom this is your boy greg and this is antonio third of the podcast uh lemon pepper wet 10 piece ranch on the side that was very random <laughs> oh, i've been planning to introduce each other i've been planning that all week i just remember i told you i'm gonna have a different tagline every episode please okay I, so you get a catchphrase and we don't oh no dom has one do i what is this everybody knows because you always say, well, everybody knows. I love this and nobody knows. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So it's going to be. It's a subtle catchphrase. It's going to yeah. be. Yeah. It's like a, everybody knows I'm anemic. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody you knows I have volleyball out. on Friday. Yeah. It's stuff that. And we don't know. Knows. Everybody knows I'm never going to finish that puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish that damn puzzle, okay? We would love to see it. This year? Yes. Nice. This year. Solid. Welcome to another episode, everyone. Episode three. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to the response that we got to our last episode. Like everyone really enjoyed our conversations about the nineties and they wanted it to go on and on and on. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that was the, directly the feedback, but it's a generous, <laughs> it's a generous interpretation. Yes. That People, means yeah. part two is coming basically. Yes. Part two will be coming. So just, just chill out and enjoy the rest of the, the episodes and we'll, we'll let you know when the nineties ones come back again. Yeah. So the thing is we've talked about um dating gay mm-hmm. dating we've talked about religion mm-hmm. we've talked about some hot button issues but nobody has had as much uh, feedback as the 90s episode for some reason um i got called chuggy this week you know like i was a boomer too old and then also <laughs> wow. he was looking at me like, <laughs> no I, I, i'm just so shocked because like it doesn't feel like that's a long time ago. It really doesn't. <laughs> like, it are we is. that old? I mean, yeah, it's kind of been a while. I mean, when I say me, I'm. I'm I when I say we, I mean you guys. <sighs> oh, I mean, guys. I mean, I don't. I don't think you guys are that old. Well, you were in there with us talking about every you know, technology. You knew everything. There wasn't a thing that you were like, oh, that was past my time. But, but you realize we're four minutes in. And he he already threw shade at us already. Four minutes in. Well, oh. you came from my puzzles. That was him. No, but you did say something about his uh, catchphrase. Everybody knows. Yeah, like you, that yeah. wasn't just, that was. It wasn't really. It was, was, was kind of shady. <laughs> That's a reach. Impl- I wanted to implicate you somehow. <laughs> That's a reach. <laughs> None of us. Really. <laughs> so what's been going on, guys? How's your week been? Uh, it's been a chill week. I just I'm irritated because after we record this podcast, I have to go work the rest of our Saturday because we record on a Saturday or this week, and I'm having to work the rest of my day. So. That's a bummer. Mm, and you have to work in Fort Worth, right? Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm employed gamefully. And I'm, appreci- I'm appreciative to have a job I like. Just I have to work on Saturday every now and then. So. Yeah. And I don't want to minimize that work is work. But um, you get to go drive to Fort Worth and go to like, what, a festival and take pictures? Like, it's not bad job. It could be doing. worse. Yeah. No. I, if I was working on a Saturday, which I, and I do a lot, not lately, um, but I would be my like, little office in my like you know guest room like good to be out in the sunlight you know what you guys made me feel better about it because i was i was really irritated today like i woke up i bought spider-man started playing that oh i'm jealous oh yeah it's pretty good so far it's good but playing spider-man this morning and then i'm thinking work i got a plan for it and my day went to crap but you know what? i feel better now because it could be worse so yeah well i'm i'm glad that's what we're here for yeah that is that's what we're here for to you know come commune with each other is that a word yeah yes. commune we're, with we're each other communion and, every yeah week. yeah and just it's more like, like fellowship yeah fe- that's the that's what that's i was what looking, looking for, for yeah, yeah. Well, you knew it was a church term yeah yeah that's what it was yeah baptist kid yeah we make each other feel better about you know stuff we feel bad about yeah perspective yes um my week has has been cool um antonio's directing me how to speak into the microphone also some, some <laughs> feedback i got last week from multiple people they seemed like i was cleaning my house the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> greg is very comfortable when recording he is we'll say that because the old mic setup was like mine so i knew that it would pick up mm. no matter what yeah. but also it picked up a lot of bad sounds so now this like podcast recording where you speak to the microphone yeah yeah i'm not used to that i'm used to just like projecting from far away but this one you can like actually talk at a normal volume but you just have to be really fucking close yeah Yeah, kind of but i think you're gonna love how you sound when you talk on it properly so when this episode drops you're gonna be like damn i sound good (laughs) i bet i bet (laughs) 
Um, yeah, like I was saying, my week has, has been pretty cool so far. I got a three-day weekend. This weekend, I'm off on Monday. So I'm just going to have a, a self-care day and probably go get a pedicure and just kind of chill out and hopefully play Spider-Man. I pre-ordered the game, and I still don't have it. So... I'm very annoyed that I don't have it yet, so I can't play it. You're talking about the one that just downloads to your console? Well, I okay, I'm weird. Like I, oh, no. I, I pre-order games, but I pre-ordered the physical copy just to like have a collection, just to have it, just because I feel like if my if it crashes or something one day, I'm not going to be able to get back <laughs> to it. It's a fire. Yeah, like, like I'm, I don't trust the the cloud that much. But it's in your account once you buy it. Yeah, it's just like, there. but I just, you don't I just trust the cloud. You have a what at you. What Yahoo? What is MSN? <laughs> AOL. AOL. You're suspicious of the cloud. <laughs> That's why he got he AOL. Yeah, it's fitting. Um, but yeah, so hopefully I get the game either today. It's supposed to be delivered today. So hopefully I can get it and I can play it a little bit because I'm excited for that. What is it? It's like Spider Man, but like the Into the Spider Verse. No, version? it's just a, like a Spider Man game. You but play it, as Spider Man. But it has Miles Morales, Spider Man, and mm-hmm. the regular Spider Peter Parker together. Yeah. It's actually, yeah, I played it for like an hour. It's really good. The first one was was amazing. This one, I can tell, is already better. So I'm yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited to to get my hands on it and play it. So I'm looking forward to that. This morning, I did the um, Susan G. Carroll breast cancer walk. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. Um, you? Uh, Memphis is one of his friends was recently diagnosed a couple of months ago. So she's going through that. Um, so we donated and raised some money and walk did the walk with her and her family this morning it was 2.5 miles uh, that we walked and it was great it was beautiful just seeing all those people out there just like walking for the cause and like all the donations and everything that has been raised it kind of like makes you emotional a little bit knowing that a lot of these women are dealing with this you know disease that we're still fighting to this day um but it was it was amazing we had a great time um so yeah that's awesome. Now that's community, right? Yeah. You're just out there. The weather's nice. Everyone, 100%. the vibes was like positive. And positive. Like we're, doing, we're here for the right reason. Yeah. That's and, and the weather was amazing too. Like it wasn't hot. It wasn't too cold. It was yeah. just perfect, you know, for that time frame. And we had a good time. So that was fun. Um, last week we went to the haunted house. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't was, think we talked about that. No, because we went. Yeah, to I guy. heard it was fun, but y'all were maybe waiting outside for like two and a half hours. Literally, yeah, literally, was, yeah, probably like an hour and a half. The line no, was no, no, moving no. though. No, it was literally two and a half hours. Was it two? And a half? I timed it. It was Man. bad. I mean, it was long, so it definitely was worth, worth the it? wait. How long for was me? it? I mean, was it like an hour? Probably a thirty um, minutes. Yeah, about thirty minutes. Thirty, 30 minutes. Okay. Going through the actual haunted house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was impressed with it. It was yeah. a. Uh, I've been to haunted houses in the past. Some I haven't liked, but that one was actually a really good one. I was very much stoic because I was a little bit stone, which okay. made it actually really enjoyable. But <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure it was like more scary. <laughs> no, it was, no, it was perfect. I was just like, hey, what's up? Like things are popping out. I'm like, all right, you know. <laughs> yeah. Except for the little girl that ran up on me, I'm like, she almost got kicked. No way. Was she part of it or she just a yeah, tired, yeah, yeah. girl? She was a part of it. Let me tell you. Oh. Antonio took off running at one, this one part with the like one some thing. spiders. One of my phobias. Um, not transphobia. Okay. Oh, no. Right. Were you? Oh that was shady yourself. Right. Because <laughs> I, I felt like I was setting myself up for a joke. So let me jump in front of the llama. You know what I mean? Tone's but, like, he's like, like a shark. Got to keep swimming. He's like, I got to keep being controversial. Right. For no reason. I got to keep it spicy. But my one actual... <laughs> That is so bad. Well, one actual phobia is arachnophobia. I am literally terrified of spiders. Real fake. Little small spiders don't bother me, but spiders, just the shape of them, the legs, everything about spiders terrifies the fuck out of me. So fake spiders and cobwebs drive me crazy. So yes, Dom was probably, you weren't, you were like two people behind me. Yeah. When we got to this part, I knew it was going to be spiders at some point. When we got there, I may have screamed at a very high tone. Yes. No way. And he darted. What was it like? Darted. Just Show me how he screams. Ah! Was it like that? And then I cannot took, confirm. And then I took off. And then just took off running. It I was, didn't go too far. I mean, I was no, not too far. But I, he that's the fastest he's moved the whole haunted house. Yes, he was, he was trying to get through that. That did happen. Ter- spiders really terrify me seriously. I mean, then my house is on a house. You, well, I haven't seen. <laughs> Look closer. Yet. There's cobwebs everywhere. <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> 
but it was it was awesome we had a really really great time so greg what's been going on with you well uh tone and i and a couple other people went to the the fair this last thursday you know and i went two weeks in a row yeah and the second time i was gonna like post pictures but then i was like people might think i'm a carny you're what in Texas. Is, is, that a, <laughs> is that a thing? No. That's not what a carny is, but <laughs> a carny is a person that travels and works on the fair. Oh, yeah. okay. Like circus people. Like, yeah. you know, people that travel, like travel and circus. Yeah, but they don't stuff. have they don't like breathe fire or like do acrobats. They're they not just cool. kind of like set up the rights. I gotcha. Wait, did you post from the first time you went to the fair? Yeah. Oh, you did? Did you not see? I'm, uh, it's not because I don't follow you. I just, I don't see any. I'm I, barely on. I'm so. not same. I didn't see uh, Dom's walk this morning. Did you? Yeah. No, I didn't post it. Oh. No. This no. is the worst social media posting podcast ever. <laughs> First of all, we've been, we've been really good about it. You know. I mean, we really have. We've been dropping the episodes. Yeah. Posting some clips. Yep. Yeah, we need to get our follower count. Uh, yeah, so you tell your family and your friends to to listen and and. To but the don't podcast. tell any my, any of my family or friends. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> so what else did you do? We went to the fair and it was uh, fun. I mean, we it was a good time. Yeah, we rode two pretty crazy rides. Um, Tom played like a fair game. He shot basketball. I lost money basically. Yeah. yeah. How many tickets did that cost? Uh, Twelve tickets. You get three shots and. You know those those little hoops at the mm-hmm. carnivals are always like they're so they bear so bouncy. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't show them as whatever, but and I was recording the whole time because I was like, if he makes one, this is good. Yeah, my this form is looked- goal. This is social media, yeah. but um, he didn't. Yeah, uh, I just have like a thirty second video of him. Those Listen, clips may be even better. Actually, yeah. yeah, maybe she posted. Oh, <laughs> shooting a shot like. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I did before. Um, before we met up with you is uh, I was with Dustin. We went and at the entrance of the fair, they had like this thing where like they had these Dodge Ram trucks mm-hmm. and they were going in this little circle going up hills and jumping. So we did that and that was actually pretty fun. So you got the ride in the Dodge Ram. Yeah, we saw that. I forgot to mention that we went to the fair last night too. Yeah. And it was, I had a great time. Uh, my only pet peeve is it's so damn expensive. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. The money. Gotta pay yeah. for your ticket. Gotta pay to park. Gotta pay... <laughs> To get coupons or tickets to to buy anything and to then, buy anything, and then the exchange rate is you know it's so, it's so a dollar for a ticket. Crazy. So it's like, what's even the point? You know, yeah, you're not saving any money by by doing it. I, let me just spend my own money. And so it's a lot easier to swipe a card than it is to you know what the fair should have. They should have an app like at Starbucks where you mm-hmm. just they scan it. We should uh, suggest that. So you're thinking about it incorrectly. The reason they do tickets is because they make more money off tickets. Because one, you're never going to use every ticket. Mm-hmm. If you buy $100, you're kind of forced. That is so, true. Yeah. A car would make more sense, debit cards, but mm-hmm. they make less money. Because that way, you're always going to spend more than what you buy. So like, Let me tell you, because I had seven tickets left over. And, you're and like, I was get? not leaving that fair until have... I spent we, all There you go. We stayed until like... The closing, and we had enough time to get like maybe one drink left. We had yeah. thirteen tickets because we had to use it. And then we're, I was like, okay, let me watch Antonio shoot for a second. And mm. then they just started like rolling everything down, boring everything up, yeah. pouring out like big things of lemonade. And I was for just sure. like, nobody would accept my tickets. Oh, I, I bought a um, a bag of cotton candy. I don't even eat fucking cotton candy, but I was like, I'm spending these seven tickets. I had yeah. just enough for a big right. old bag of cotton candy. See, maybe that's why I was trying to give you my 13 tickets. I was like, at least it has yeah. to like go to like being spent, but maybe next year. I can maybe still use maybe I next know. year. Jumping into our topic this week, we are going to talk about being single. Silence. If I could, <laughs> no, if, in, in my head, I was thinking if I could sing, I was going to sing uh, the Living Single theme song, but then I might realize I can't sing. So, do you know the In Living Single, Living Single theme song? Um, Maggie's got a word. Something, uh, I'm glad I got my girls. You get your head up right and some other stuff. But yeah, I remember the song. It's in my head. You know, I just know the Living Spaces uh, jingle. So, it'd be like, oh, Living Single. Oh, well, you know, we can go with that. I'll, I'll loop that in. Random. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, this is just a topic that we thought about. We actually, it kind of came about pretty organically. We were just sitting around talking, having a discussion about what we wanted the episode to be about. And we just started having a conversation. And, and this is where it led to. So hopefully you guys can relate to this conversation. Um, so let's start off here. Do you guys enjoy being single? I would say right now I enjoy it because 
for me, in the last two years of me being single, it's almost two years, something like that, I've, I feel like I've had the most, uh, I've had a lot of good improvement happen in my life mm-hmm. um, with self-discovery and whatnot in this last two years. So in this current stage of my life, which I say a lot, the stage of my life, I'm really enjoying being single because of the things I'm able to accomplish mm-hmm. and better for myself. So right. I'm right now, it's great. It's amazing right now. Yeah. For me, it's complicated because being single is kind of a paradox, right? Right. Like, I feel like you're single and you're like outside looking in, being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then like when you're in a relationship, you're outside looking in, being single, right? <laughs> Where you're just <laughs> never happy, right? Um, people always say like, it's better to be single than to be in a bad relationship. Um, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you not agree? No, no, I totally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that look like. It's just like defined bad. I guess it's right. It's always like in the eye of the beholder, right? Right. But should um, be, yeah, should be. Yeah. I think for me, when I was single, I I enjoyed it. Um, just like not having to answer to anyone, and just like only having to like worry about yourself, you know? Yep. And just like. I don't know. It just It's, it's like more what do f- I want to do today? Yeah, right? It, just have a, a whole day to yourself. And it's more affordable sometimes. Oh yeah. You know, you being in a relationship is very expensive. It's well, not how it works. I don't know. So, cause sometimes I'm like, I wish I had somebody to split half my rent because your mortgage, your rent oh, yeah. are probably gonna be more your biggest expense. So if you live together, that's one of the biggest savings. But that's probably one of the biggest savings. But you have to think about going out. Yeah, you got to think about meals, dinners, grocery shopping, and it never evens out. And you always feel like you're the one that like puts in more. (laughs) I mean, I think that's a case by case situation. Yeah, yeah, especially in certain situations to where maybe one person makes more than the other person, so it it, they they have to find a way for it to to balance out, you know? Yeah, or they they put in other things that to leverage out that's not like financially motivated. That's true. You know? That's true. When you're single, you don't really have to, you know, everything kind of falls on you. Mm-hmm. So you only have to really worry about one person. I think it can be easier sometimes. And, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where you, when you're single, you kind of have to be really resourceful yeah. and like do everything by yourself. Yeah. And like make all these big decisions by yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. When a relationship, it's kind of like, um, somebody shares some of those burdens, right? You always have a sounding board where you can like actually tell them about your day. I mean, friendships, your friends want to hear about like your life to Mm -hmm. a very certain point, right? right? Like if I was like, I'm having drama at work and I gave you all the like general details of that, y'all would be like, oh, that sucks, you know? But when you got a boo, they better know like your boss's (laughs) name, like that bitch that's getting on your nerves name. So when you say the name, like, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, her again. You know, like yeah. you really do get in the nitty gritty of their lives in a way that's like um, nice. Because mm-hmm. like besides the therapist, who are you going to tell those deep, dark things? They're not even right. dark, but just like get into the mundanity of that's not a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're talking about basically going like beyond the surface level, because like you said, with friends, like you're going to talk, talk to your friends about things that are going on in your life. But mm-hmm. I'm not talking to you guys every day about something that happened the other day or at work, whatever. Right. You're getting like kind of surface level details, but that partner would get like the extreme details. So they know in in depth what's happening. So you can kind of have that person to like lay your burdens on a little bit. So yeah, that actually makes complete sense. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like with being single, there's like a certain privacy you have. Uh, Being, being single, there's a certain privacy. Yes. You, I absolutely agree with that because you can fail in private sometimes. Yeah. You know, (laughs) the big life things, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. You can like deal with certain situations alone and not have to like worrying about like showing it on your face when you get home or like feeling like you have to talk about it with someone or, or something. Not saying that you can't have private moments when you're in a relationship, but you also should share those details with, with the person that you're in a relationship with. When you're single, you kind of can just you know, figure it out on your own and keep certain moments to yourself that you wouldn't necessarily share. Absolutely. Know? And I think that being in a relationship, you can have bad weeks, but you can't let it really affect the relationship. Mm-hmm. 
Like when you're single, you can have a week where you don't talk to nobody. Right. Right. Where you're just like, I need a hermit week. Right. Exactly. Or like you can have a party week. You can go out and go do whatever you want, you know, <laughs> um, and you don't have to answer or even be accountable to anybody. <laughs> but like when you're in a relationship, you got to keep a sense of like level mm -hmm. levelness. So even if you're having like the worst day of your life, you might not make it seem like that right. to your partner because you just don't want them to like, you don't want to be the negative like right. bring their vibe down if, exactly especially if they're having a good day or something like that you know exactly you can't just worry about yourself sometimes you just can't be yourself i think that's a fair assessment yeah yeah i think that's fair to say not to not to say that like you're being fake no or anything but sometimes you just have to like not let it affect your relationship yeah i mean essentially it's like going out with friends maybe you're not having a good time you're not having a good day or whatever and you kind of put on the fun face and like through like faking it, you kind of like feel better or whatever. Right. Like partner, like they're around you a long time and you have to like kind of be sometimes feeling better than you really are. Like acting like. Presented. Right. I don't know if Antonio agrees or disagrees. Yeah. I don't know Because he's, he's not saying anything. I don't know. I'm kind of just, I kind of zoned out. I was listening a little bit to what you guys were saying, but because one thing I was thinking about is like, what are some of the challenges of like being single? Because mm -hmm. I mean, like we, and kind of in that conversation, we were talking about some of the pros and cons, like some of the you know good things. But like, as far as being single, like maybe a challenge, like what is something you don't like about being single? If you were single, because, you know, Dom booed up and everything. So. Right. When I when I was single, I did not like being alone all the time. Would you call it loneliness or just generally just being alone, like in your apartment? House I, think it, I think it was some of loneliness. I think for me, that's why I've been so relationship heavy for the most of my dating period in my life. There haven't been many moments to where I was like really single for a long period of time. So um, I think that's something I just like being around other people, especially if that person is my significant other. Sometimes I just get bored just yeah. being at home by myself i enjoy it don't get me wrong but um because sometimes i don't want to come home and be naked all day and just like eat popcorn on the couch or play my game and stuff or if like you that. do want to do that you want to be with somebody while you're doing it right right yeah. but i do enjoy those moments to where I, I could do it by myself but at some points it does get pretty lonely it does yeah and that's the thing it does get lonely and as much fun if you're in a relationship and you get out of it you think you're gonna have when you're single it's never like that, no, right? It's never like it's that. It's a lot of idle time. It's a lot of time of you being like, "Oh, I can finally become the person that I wanted to become when I was in a relationship," and then you don't do shit. So then you realize that relationship wasn't even holding you back. It was you, you was holding right? yourself back, and, and then you realize like, "Do I have friends?" Yeah, right. Because it's like I'm a I'm by myself a lot now, and it's I'm by myself like, a lot, and all my friends that I like wanted to hang out with me when I was in a relationship found. Other friends, or they're busy, or they're, <laughs> they're busy, busy, right? Like when, when you know, when I'm not doing anything and they can't do anything, or I don't know. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. I, for me, my experience with that, what you guys just talked about, was mm -hmm. the complete opposite. Yeah. So number one, when you mentioned loneliness, mm -hmm. I wrote this down and talked to myself and talked to my therapist about this when I had therapy because he, he dumped me. Um, <laughs> Been I, there. yeah, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that last season. Um, I don't experience loneliness. Because, but also there's a reason why, because I, I'm always occupying my time with something. I'm doing something. I'm, um, I've have so little idle time and maybe it's a trauma response. Someone told me before it could mm -hmm. be, but I, <laughs> I don't know. Somebody it wasn't said that. Therapist, was it? No, somebody it was, else. Somebody who has no license. <laughs> oh yeah, no. That sounds like a trauma response. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't experience loneliness because of that. Um, but the other part about, you know, being single for me is like, I guess I try not to relay my needs on other people. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm at that point in life where I want to date, it would be nice to have somebody to do stuff with, but I don't want to have someone else be my source of entertainment or comfort to have someone there that is capable of doing it would be great, but I don't want them to be the source of it. Right. So I don't know, I guess I view it a little differently, but that's also from my perspective. And actually the funny thing you said, Greg, about when you break up with someone and you're like, I'm going to do all the stuff. I want to become the person I am. I 50, 50 agree with you because I kind of did do that in my last breakup where like I did work on myself and I'm still working on myself. Granted, everything ain't get fixed. And some of it was like bullshit, but 
I actually feel like I've leveled up as a person from my last relationship purposely from getting out of it because I knew it wasn't going to work. Oh, and, for sure. And it takes, have. it's a long journey. It doesn't just a long ending journey. But I feel like in the two years I've been single because I'm the longest tenured single here. So, so I have seniority. <laughs> so, what is the, <laughs> so what is the answer to your own question then? Like what? The challenges? What's the challenge? What's your challenge with being single? Ooh, I asked the question. I don't even have an answer to it. Um, <laughs> What is you know, okay, okay, I got one. I think the challenge is at what point when I'm transitioned out of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I'm such in a me, me, me stage right now of like control. I need control, I need control of everything in my life, doing everything for myself, not having to, like you said, answer to anybody, you know, you do what you want to do in your own time frame. My challenge, I think, will be when, at what point am I ready to transition out of that? Because right now I have no idea. Like there's no time frame. I'm like, okay, if I accomplish this next year, I'll be ready to date. I don't know when that happens or how, when it does happen. So I think that's where my challenge is. When you know, you know. I yeah, mean, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Life has seasons. I just like, I started this year even reading this book and it was called Single on Purpose. It was like finding about who you are and like being in a relationship isn't going to solve your problems. It's just going to exacerbate it. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and that like, you got to like feel like you're in your power to like attract the, the mm -hmm. kind of like relationship that you want. If you do want that, but like being single is not like, it can be the goal sometimes, you yeah. know, instead of being something that like people kind of look down upon. I and mean, we actually looked up like facts and figures of like gay men, percentage of gay men. What do we pull up? I couldn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I kind of figured we can't find any statistical data, but no. the one thing I pulled up from the AARP talked about how there's a large percentage of gay men over 45 that are more than likely single. So it's like almost like saying the older you get, the harder it comes to date, which, you know, we could talk about age and dating too. Yeah. Um, I feel like with age for us being gay men, it's not as a stigma as for maybe straight men or women Women probably have the hardest with age and dating, mm -hmm. you know, but I have no facts to back that. But uh, I think because I know so many people who are still actively dating or in relationships that started in their 30s or 40s or whatever, I guess like some people, I feel like they have like this, oh my God, I need to find somebody before I get too old. And to me, I'm like, we're all sitting here, you know, me and Greg are the elders of the podcast. And I think we look pretty good for our age. So we're still kind of holding it down. Yeah, I need to step my vines. Skincare routine. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, happy with podcast. I got something for you, though, for skincare routine. I got something. You do? Very simple, simple, basic. Jeez. We'll talk about it later. Actually, I can't pronounce it. Okay. Um, but, but yeah. But no, like, just us, like, also for me, like, I have no fear of, well, I need to find somebody before I'm 40 or 45. Because to me, like, your age doesn't dictate you being ready or your maturity. Cause you know, I know people that fit the and party and mm -hmm. you know, every weekend and do Molly, but there's people who are 30 who are like more serious and trying to date or 40. So, right. Yeah. Like, I guess, how do you guys feel about age and being single? Like, does that factor? Or um, I, I agree and concur with a lot of things you said. Um, an elder gay once, told me that this elder word <laughs> <laughs> that like if you're not booed up by the time you're 40 it's going to be harder because you're just more set in your ways yeah i've heard that too. and like part of being in a relationship is kind of it, i mean it's a lot of compromise right yeah. yeah for sure um and i think that being single is being selfish but like not a negative connotation it's like choosing the self right and i do agree with you that like we are in a privileged position in the sense that like kind of the older you get, you can be desirable in some circles. Like it's not, we don't have this thing of like, Oh, you're an old maid or anything like that. You yeah. know, you can be single and like, nobody questions it except for your family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a good point. I've only experienced the judgment from like straight people. Yeah. Um, like I'll say this, like I'm what's considered straight passing or whatever. Right. So like in most of my work environments, like, Oh, where's your wife? Where's your girlfriend? And then, I've always gotten that feeling when you tell somebody, oh, I'm single. They look at you like, what's wrong? Right. And But I feel like in our community, we don't really do that. It's like, oh, you're single? Oh, you're, you're hot. Like, what's what's up? What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one went on a date once and he was like, maybe like seven years younger than me. And he was like, so you're, I don't know. I was like 34, 35 at the time. He was like, 
So what's wrong with you if you're 35 and you're still single? Oh my gosh, that's and a I was like, flag. bitch, why are you here? And I'm speaking directly in the microphone. I said, bitch, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that, that felt very personal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to that man. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be really honest. Like I I think age and being single to me does kind of worry me. Honestly, that because I'm so weird. I like I have this this goal in my head that it's like one day yes i do want to be married one day i do want to build this future with with a partner and i feel like the older i get and that hasn't happened yet i do get concerns you know and that's just me being honest and that's my personal truth um but i have to like get out of the mindset of like everything is not going to go according to how you want or expect it to to plan out yeah, no, totally agree. I mean, of course, I have that thought process in my head. And not to mention, like, when you get out of a relationship and you think it was going to work, you feel like a failure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, initially, yeah, you definitely do. Yeah. I mean, think back to, I know it's been a long time till now. No, but, like, I can talk you about You just, it. like, feel like an abject, total, like, mm-hmm. failure, you yeah. know? No, that last relationship, um, I beat myself up for, like, a year. It had to be a minimum a year about that because just like processing it, everything that happened, everything that led up to it, mm-hmm. you just keep processing. You feel like you just, I mean, I did fuck it up to a certain extent, but it was destined not to work, but you still feel like, you know, you, that was two years of my life. You kind of figure like, what the fuck happened? So I guess that's a part of the being single too. Like after you break up and just processing, like, it's almost like, what are the stages of being single? Like, you know, you go through the breakup there's always the whole phase or I'll say rotation at times. Mm-hmm. There's that phase. And then the, there's the time where that, that ends. And then you get from being a hoe to just being a normal single person, working on your life, having fun. Yeah. Levels all, off. Yeah. Right? Well, let me ask a, a particular question in regards to that. Like, cause I'm curious, what's the longest time you both have gone after a relationship being single? I mean, in my 20s, I feel like it would be like years, mm-hmm. you know? Really? Yeah. Like, like you went would, years. Yeah, it was after. years after being, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think as I got older, maybe I'm just a little bit more like relationship minded or that's what I think I am, right? And then after a relationship fails, I'm like, wow, maybe I'm not as... I think it's complicated for me because in my mind, I'm a relationship minded person, kind of like you, Dom. Mm-hmm. But then like my actions don't actually like sometimes when I'm in the relationship, prove it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I guess it's kind of like, it's like, you like the ideal of relationship sounds amazing, but yeah. then when it happens, it's like, I respect the self-awareness. Yeah. I mean, there. that's all about getting that older. That takes a lot of growth. Yeah. For real. Right there. Yeah. I would say mine is the opposite of Greg's where, um, right now, this is probably currently as is the longest time I've been single because in my twenties, when I started dating, I was a serial dater. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm so strong headed about not jumping back into anything because I've had the opportunity to, but it's like, no, I still need to be single for a while because there's things I got to work on, uh, things I'm figuring out. And I feel like if I mess up the single ship, it'll just kind of mess up the progress I've made. So this is right now the longest I've been single, which is almost December 23rd, 2023 will be two years exactly. Okay. Wow. And you um, really have stepped up your game. Yeah, for I'm sure. Trying. Um, I think for me, the longest I've been single is probably a year after a relationship. Um, just because I just had a lot of like personal growing mm-hmm. to do that. And that came after like me moving to a different state for this person. So when we actually broke up, I was like, oh man, like I haven't been single in a very long time. This is like the first time since college and stuff that I've been like single, single and I'm in a new state. So I really wanted to take that time to like get myself out there and like meet people and make friends and like go on dates and do that stuff. And you need time to to do that. So that's what I did within that year after that breakup. Yeah. So, and, I mean, do you feel like you got what you needed from it? The breakup? No, 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 no. Did you feel like from that period that you were alone or single mm-hmm. that you got what you needed? Yeah, just because I had to like figure out a lot of stuff on my own. Like this, that was the first time I felt like, man, like 
this I'm an adult and this is me like 26 27 when this happened so it was mm-hmm. like I had never had my own apartment before I had never lived by myself in any capacity this was the first time that I was living in my space I'm paying all my bills it's just I come home uh, I go to work and I come home and I'm like alone mm-hmm. and it's like man like this is like truly what it feels like to be single and that's the first time I ever experienced that and I did it in a different state where I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And that's a different, that's a, a new location single is a that's, different type of alone. That's different. Yeah. Cause you don't nobody. Like, nobody. like yeah. your family, no cousins, no friends. The loneliness is real. For and sure. I wasn't like out there, out there. Like, right. you know, I, I, I was on the apps, but I wasn't showing my face. Like really, I wasn't like, you know, going to the bars. Like my, my, when I got single, that's the first time I went to the gay bars. That's the first time I ever got to like branch out and like experience, you know, live my life so to say you know and it took a breakup to allow me to do that growth growth actually and honestly i think that's a good way to experience you know Mm -hmm. that type of like nightlife and stuff like that yeah you know because you could have very well just moved to new city got booed up he takes you out introduces you to your friend his Mm -hmm. friends and so like you really got to like find your way and find who you were in that community. Yeah, know? and it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, like I wanted to move back home at one point because I was like, man, I don't know if this is like for me. Like I'm stuck here in Texas. I don't know anybody like that. And you know, how am I going to make friends? How am I going to be comfortable in a relationship again? So, yeah. I feel like a lot of being single, like you talking about that, mm-hmm. a lot of being single, especially in that situation, is it's kind of what shapes you. So I feel like those are probably very pivotal years for you to like shape and build your foundation because you're in Texas, you have no foundation. So now it's shaping who you are as a person and you're figuring out your gay world. Yeah. And that's kind of the interesting part about that. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask what, what you all learned about yourself in the times you were single. I learned I was pretty trash like a couple of relationships ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had some, I, I learned that I always thought I was so, uh, what is it? I thought I had a good concept of self. Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing relationship taught me is that my concept of self was not what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I needed to dig deeper because I thought I knew myself and I realized I barely was touching the surface. Yeah, surface of that. So yeah, self-awareness. I learned that I need to work on that. That was the biggest thing I learned. Yeah. I mean, anything that you learned specifically that you want to share with the class? Ooh, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, that was kind of specific. I mean, that you learned about yourself. I'm trying to think, like, okay, beyond the. Uh, oh, I, I guess I'll say this. I did learn one thing. I learned that I think I don't believe in monogamy. I just don't think it's a realistic thing for any human, not gay, straight. So I think I realized that if I'm going to be in a relationship at some point, whenever, I can't be in a 100% monogamous relationship. So. That's a completely valid thought and yeah. something you probably didn't think before. Right. It's always been something I've like dabbled with. Like, am I a monogamous person? Am I not? And like my last relationship was open until the very end of it. And then that monogamy part did not work. Yeah. More on my end, but it just did not work. <laughs> but, <laughs> but That's a whole episode. Open no, relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> but it took me to get out of it to like process all that to realize like that's, you're not a monogamous person. And that's okay. Like some people are, some people aren't. But it's like, just stop pretending because you're not. And I can't wait to, to that's in the future. We have an episode planned for that particular topic. So I can't wait to unpack that a little more. <laughs> sure. Far in the future. Oh, um, yeah. But wait, what were you saying? I was going to say ahead. real quick to uh, go off of Dom's initial question of how long you've been, the longest you've been single. Mm-hmm. What's the shortest you've been single? Like rebound relationship. What's, what's the shortest time frame you went from dating to I'm with somebody? I mean, but in the sense of like, it was a long lasting relationship or it was kind of like a rebound thing that was like a month or two. Let's let's say long lasting. Like, I don't think ever, I don't think I've ever gone from a relationship, like directly from a relationship, but. But like, let's, let's say like, let's say like, um, six months, let's say like you broke up with somebody February, whatever year. I mean, I can be honest about my situation. Everybody will not. <laughs> I was literally about to say it and I caught myself. Well, if you listen to the first season and you know that I've discussed my last relationship before, 
before now, my current one, and how, long story short, my last boyfriend passed away. And I gave myself time to heal and I went to therapy and I spent a lot of time with myself after that situation. Um, but I didn't, I will say that I did move on to my next relationship fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was probably eight, nine months after my, that situation happened to me mm -hmm. before me and Memphis got together and I don't regret it. I mean, I'm the only reason I decided to do it is because he was there for me and he made me feel comfortable. And it was a situation to where I just trusted him, you know? Mm -hmm. So like everything just felt right. Everything right. it yeah. felt it felt right. And that's why, you know, I took my time. You know, and you, you, who knows? No, can't nobody can say how long what's it takes, the right, yeah, what's the yeah. right amount of time to move on from that particular type of situation because a lot of people haven't been in that situation. So, mm -hmm. it it felt right for me, and I, I don't regret it. I feel like I made the right decision. So, yeah, yeah. and in a way, like I'm thinking about it, and Tones got single, stepped his game up, but I feel like you've stepped your game up in a relationship. Yeah, you know, so like there is a case study for like being like better and being mm -hmm. like, you know, more social and like being in a relationship with maybe like you have weak points and they have strong points and you balance each other out. Right. Mm -hmm. Just to go back to like the question I had asked, like, what have you learned about yourself? Like while being single, I, I mean, I kind of learned that I'm just like sometimes not the nicest person, you know, I feel like I can be kind of hard, not only on myself, but also on the other person. So what do you mean? Like in dating, in getting yeah, to know somebody? I feel like I I probably nag a lot. Cause you're and, like it's expectation versus reality. Right. And when that right. dissonance happens, it's hard not to be like, wait a minute, you know? Exactly. And it's kind of like I I noticed that when I was single. Yeah. Like I would do it to myself, like, man, I really need to. Why don't I do this? Why why haven't I done this yet? Like I feel like, you know, you get in that, you know comfortableness with yourself and you start doing it to other people when you start living with them so i yeah. try not to nag as much okay so you're saying that kind of like your critical self-talk when you're single is heightened right so why do you think being in a relationship makes it less because i, I have to be more mindful of it like yeah. i can't be expected of like <laughs> them to wash the dishes the way i would i would do it or mm -hmm. them to like put certain place, put the couch over there. I wouldn't put the couch over there or just like laundry. Like, why do you do laundry that way? Like you just, you just become more mindful of, of when you are being annoying and just being nagging and probably not the nicest to that person. So yeah. it, I feel like it makes me more mindful to be more caring. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause I mean, it's oftentimes you're in a relationship and you just start like, every time you talk to them, you're just like, all the negatives in life, right? Mm -hmm. And you kind of got to be like, no, I can't just always come to them for like the negativity, right? right. Like, right. we got to talk about normal things, right? So it almost forces you to be positive, more positive in a way, I think. It does, for sure. Disagree? No, I agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I keep, I'm I don't just know. waiting for John to be like, I'm the opposite. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's I feel like that's it. his catchphrase. He's like... <laughs> Y'all live like that? I'm the opposite. <laughs> no, I don't. For some reason, I don't. I keep zoning out. Like not in a bad way, but like you think about work. No, no, not no, at all. He's into the conversation. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm almost like I'm sitting here. Even though I'm third of the podcast, I'm a member. I'm also listening to it as if I'm like listening to you guys talk because sometimes I'm, I'm an observer uh -huh. and I observe conversations. So that's kind of how I'm listening to it as well. But I'm also thinking as we're talking about my relationships and when you talk about certain aspects, it's taking me back down memory lane a little bit. So. When I'm, I've been a little bit quieter this episode because I'm just traveling in my head right now. So I have a, a question for you guys. Um, are you more confident when you're single or when you're in a relationship with someone? Oh, that's a, a good question because I feel like there's there's a sense of confidence when you're in a relationship because you all the extra unnecessary like dating being single bullshit is kind of clouded out, you mm -hmm. know? So you can, in a way, kind of focus on what matters, Yeah, I think. And I think that makes me more confident. Um, 
single. I, I feel like if you're on the apps or whatever, there's a lot of a lot of room to feel like you're not the right thing or like you're why does this person why do the people that I like not like me and vice versa? Yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of room for like, you know, your self-esteem to be battered, but also you can be in your ultimate strength when you're single right now that i think about it you have to have a different type of confidence in in both scenarios yeah like for me yes i'm confident when i'm in a relationship because it's like man like i have my man i like I'm, i'm in a good situation like i feel confident about our relationship and everything and then when you're single like people are attractive to men that are confident who men that know who they are know what they want right that type of confidence is attractive and it's it's i think it's harder to exude that when you're single it's harder to exude what type of confidence right which which one oh when when you're single it's harder harder to like give that impression like i got my shit together it really is yeah (laughs) but then sometimes you can write it because you're like i got multiple people into me right now right you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say because i kind of disagree with that as far as being single Mm -hmm. um, as far as harder i don't think it's harder it's just more about i think if you're the person that like longs to be in a relationship it's probably harder to exude confidence because you know, if you're longing for it, you may, I think sometimes people show that emotionally that, hey, I want someone and it shows. But if you're just single and just being like, hey, it is what it is. You know, this is the current state I'm in. You're just rocking like that. I I don't think it's too hard to necessarily show that. But it's all about, I think it's all about where you're at with your, you know, being single. So if you were single mm-hmm. and you had nobody trying to... Um, like I get had, your attention, no hoes or, or nothing, no, nothing at all. Like nobody's interested. Yeah. Like, where would your confidence be? I think I would be like at an all time high because my my attention would be going elsewhere. You Ooh, know, that's a good point. Yeah, my attention would probably be going to like better things, <laughs> better things to like yeah. fill my day and thoughts with. You know, mm-hmm. um, I feel like when you're just kind of like. In be- the in-between state when you're actually kind of like trying to date, trying to have fun. And it's just like, there's more like peaks and valleys, right. you know? So yeah. it's hard to keep a level, like mindset of confidence or whatever. When people are in and out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point because, um, you know, being single, it's like with that level of confidence, Greg is right. Like, because the more people for me have been a struggle as far as like, mm-hmm. I feel more confident when I'm doing the things I want to do, when I'm able to engage the way I want to engage rather than just these random people being in and out. And mm-hmm. so the, the also those things are temporary fixes. Like someone being into you, to me, it doesn't mean much. Some people you're into you just because you're attractive or they're into your, you're their type, but it's a temporary fix. It's not lasting. In my opinion. I call cap on the both of you. Really? What? I call absolutely cap on the both of you. right? Okay. Now. Explain. I feel like, you, I feel the both of you. Is this personal? Feel, <laughs> <laughs> and and don't get me wrong. I I mean this with all all due respect. That's but I feel coming. like you both of you have a sense of confidence because there are men out there who are going to be attracted to you in any given time. You've never really had to. Well, this is my opinion. I'm sorry. But you I don't feel like you guys have had to really feel like, oh man, like I don't look the best. Like I'm not going to like I'm not going to walk into this bar and not feel like I'm going to be able to like walk out with someone. Like I feel like you you have the amount of like <laughs> guys that are that are interested enough for you to feel that confident. But if you guys didn't have that I know that I feel like it would be bothering you guys. I mean, we just looked at each other and was like, <laughs> owned. We just got owned. Yeah, we kind of did. Cause- but I have gone to the bar not feeling hot. And I have left like feeling less hot, you know? Yeah, so, like, I've, I've also went out too and not got hit on before. It's I'm not hard. saying it happens all the time. I, what I'm saying is I feel like your confidence comes from you having options. Yeah. yeah 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 and i feel like there are men out there and i can't i can't say that i don't feel the same like i yeah. feel like if i was single i know that i would also have options but there are guys out there who don't have that and i feel like that does affect their confidence yeah. I, okay that's actually i can see that 
No, for sure. No, because there is something, it does feel good when people, you're desired. I think we all want to be wanted for something, you know? Mm -hmm. Granted, some of it can be superficial, some of it can be more permanent, but we all want to be wanted and it actually does feel good. So, because if I think about it, if I had nobody ever like hit me up or if I go out and no one looks at me and it kept happening constantly, it would. I think I would feel a way about that. So yeah. I'm glad you both agree so I don't have to pull out like <laughs> facts. <laughs> but I will say this though, that the thing about that is, um, like I've had conversation with friends about this, mm-hmm. is even with that, you can't let outside factors, it does affect you, but you can't let it be the governing factor of your confidence because no. if, if if your validation comes from outside of yourself 100 you'll never be happy so and that's when you become the stereotypical gay you good point yeah because we all know those gays out there who just walk around because they just know that there are people that are going to be all over them or they just feel like they're hot shit a lot of times they're not and a lot of times they're they're not mm-hmm. at all um, but they have that sense of confidence because other men give them that sense of confidence. No, totally. It can go to your head. Yeah. I mean, we're not in the position where it no. goes to our head. I don't feel like there's that many people. No, no, no. I'm, I don't, I yeah. don't think yeah. you guys are arrogant at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. My never... phone will be dry and dusty and no one will be after me, you know, like, so it happens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But my yeah. DMs though. <laughs> I, I, I have unread DM still for like months ago. <laughs> let's oh, let's lighten things up for a second. Do you guys feel like you have better sex when you're single or when you're in a relationship? Um, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, I, it, I think it depends on your relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so hard to answer because. You could be in a monogamous relationship having the most amazing sex. You could be someone that's open. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'll talk about one experience uh, I had in a open relationship that was many years ago mm-hmm. where we probably had some of the best sex because we communicated, we were open about it, and there was never any jealousy. So as far as relationship, that was one of the relationships where I had the best sex. Mm-hmm. But then when you're single, you, you kind of just do whatever. So you can, you don't have to worry about this other person, whether they're supportive, they want to know about it or not. You don't have to worry about someone else getting permission or hey, what about this person? So, personally, for me, it's 50-50. What do you prefer? It's fifty. Personally, okay, I'd I'd say single because again, if I look at all my relationships, there was only that one relationship where it worked out perfectly. Right. The rest were just complicated when they were open or monogamous. So probably single because it's just easier. It's just it's my choice. Mm-hmm. Yes or no. It's my consideration. It's block or hey, what's up, Greg. Uh, my answer is complicated. Uh, I would say being single, probably worse. <laughs> for, for me, I feel like um, relationship sex is better because yeah. I know it's going to be good. When I'm <laughs> when you're single, it's like I'm like playing the lottery here. I don't know if it's going to be good. And when it's good, it's good. But you know what like, that sounds like it, to me? That sounds like, well, I know what the Wendy's, the number three combo, the yellow Wendy's tastes like. So... <laughs> As opposed to being like, ooh, I'm going to try um, this fancy burger spot down the street to just open up a new wing spot. I do not get this example. <laughs> you know what you're going to get. Yeah, which is fine. But okay. I right. Guess, okay. Right. Yeah. You so, know what you're going to get and you're going to get in higher frequency. Mm-hmm. Would you, okay. Would you rather have um, literally like play, you know, what do you call it? Like jackpot or whatever. Where you the don't, lottery? The lottery. You know, would you rather pay the lottery? And like maybe get it twice in a week or not get it for like a month? Or would you rather get it like three times a week, but you know exactly what you're going to get? Right. Oh, three times a week, but I know exactly. Yeah, same. Actually, same. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I disagree, because we all have different brain types. Mm -hmm. That's too much repetition for me. It's like I... You have ADD. Oh, right. can I just do a side, quick side note? Please. Yeah. Um, I went to Abilene to, to visit like friends who are basically family at this point. And my best friend, um, his name is Greg too. It was his wife's birthday, Trudy, shout out. I don't even think they listen, but his sister is a psychologist. Greg's sister is a psychologist. Yeah. And she is basically a therapist for teenage girls. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it must be hard these days for teenage girls with the TikTok and stuff. And she was like, yeah. And they all think they have ADD because of the algorithm. And I was like, <laughs> I have a friend like that and he's 30s. <laughs> in his 30s. 
And what was her response? I didn't tell her that. Oh, but you I was just, just like, it. I was thinking it in my head. <laughs> that's Those, that's that, funny. There actually is fact to that because <laughs> part of my algorithms took me out the TikTok algorithms. And there are people that are improperly diagnosing themselves, which is why when I did state it on the podcast, I said I had not been professionally diagnosed, even though I do fully believe it. So um, you should join a support group with teenage girls. I, I don't want to say with teenage girls. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, but the point I was making about like relationship sex, like you said, like, you know what you're going to get, you know how often you're going to get it. The reason why I mentioned earlier about me like realizing I have I'm not a monogamous person is mm-hmm. that as much as I can enjoy sex with someone, they can be the best sex ever. At some point, something's got to switch up for me. Right. So like four years later, okay, what's the reality of four years later? All right, three times a week. Oh my gosh, how do you? I think you're looking at it too literal. I mean, maybe. it's not going to be three. Four times years a later, week. it's going to be two times a week. Well, not, maybe the, <laughs> lucky, if, you're lucky, if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not that it's scheduled, but I guess I just for for me things have to constantly change. So that's why I guess for me, single sex is better because it allows me to easily take control of that change on my own terms. I mean, of, you can do the same in a relationship. It's all about finding out what you can do differently or or because sex is different. There's multiple ways to have sex or to sure. engage in that activity. Like it doesn't have to be the same every single time, you know, still the same person. Huh? So that's your problem. Your problem is that. It's but if it's a person, person you love. Right. And there's a person that still does it for you. Yeah, I would take the number three yellow Wendy's combo yeah. all day. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think that goes back to the whole like it's the struggles with monogamy. Yeah, for you. Well, it's, got, it's kind of tied in somewhat, but right. but so yeah, for because I have trouble trouble with monogamy, then mm-hmm. single sex for me is still a better option. I got you. Hmm. Okay, well, I mean, do you feel hotter? Hotter? This is tied into like confidence, kind of. Mm-hmm. Do you feel hotter single, or do you feel hotter in a relationship? I mean, people always talk about how, like, oh, after being in a year relationship, you gain ten pounds, right? Because you're eating good. I can Hopefully, they're a good cook, and also there's just a lot of sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is a, that's a really good question. <sighs> I feel I feel like I feel equally as attractive as I as I was when I was single as I did when I was in a relationship. I I keep up with myself. Like I don't I'm not a bum. Like I still get a haircut. I still want to look good if I'm like going out. Like I want us to look good together. So that helps us keep up with that. Yeah. Uh, when I was single, like I feel like I had to do it because it's like, well, if you if you want to get somebody or if you want to like, you know, you got to maintain yourself. And I mean, you still have to do those things in a relationship. But I feel like there's more pressure when you're single. Yeah, there's more pressure. I mean, so in an ideal relationship, there's, you know, somebody that helps you step up your game Mm because maybe they dress well and they like buy a lot of clothes. And you're like, man, my outfit is dusty. Right. When you're single, you don't have anybody to compare it to. And while you will like get fit or whatever, maybe it's not for you ultimately, right? right? It's not for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like to me, it's kind of the same thing. It doesn't really change because like when I get in a relationship, I don't change like my routines. It's like the way I eat doesn't change, mm-hmm. uh, the way I work out because those things I have to do for myself. So I don't feel, I've never felt more or less attractive in a relationship or without. It just kind of, it doesn't change for me really. Really? No, not at all. Because I mean, It'd be different if I was like, well, I'm going to eat more and drink more and not work out. It'd be different. I would probably feel different. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, again, it's it's not letting outside factors dictate how I feel, really. That's that's really what I do with everything. I just, you know. Ultimately, it's because you see it a lot in our community. People get in a relationship and they turn into their significant yeah, other. Yeah, I've right? seen that a lot. Yeah. You kind of lose about, your identity. Yeah. 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 It's all about being a, still an individual while in a relationship. And it's not like man morphing into the the other person person. i mean it does happen i mean Mm. i was listening to something and it was talking about like the death of self that happens when you get in a relationship yeah and maybe even like getting out of a relationship you feel like a failure because you're like who am i because you do kind of meld sensibilities Mm -hmm. you know in a way and then oftentimes you've been in a relationship long enough you rebel against that right because you're not like maybe doing all the things or being the person you wanted to be you know so I, I do agree with that i think i forgot what we were talking about no yeah <laughs> it, no. but you made good points though um when i was younger in my relationships when i was younger 
that was every relationship. I always molded to that person. Right. Like I changed. I stopped doing things I would do. I always did that until my 30s. And I see how it didn't work because eventually you're not happy because you're not being yourself. And then you end up being single. You got to find yourself again. And you say, I'm going to do that again. And then you do it again. And kind of like this, you know, repeating cycle. But um, yeah, you can't, you have to maintain your sense of identity. Do you believe in change? Do you believe like in, like, do you think a person can change? Right. Well, what I mean is uh, I would say like when I'm in a relationship with someone like, do you change your ways? Yeah. And, and probably in a ways that like looking back aren't healthy. Right. I'm, I'm kind of a people person anyways. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty agreeable. And then I'll kind of snap and be like, no, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? You do. So, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like I kind of like, if there's any melding going on, it's probably more on my part. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I'm, you know, I think it served me well to like be kind of not a shapeshifter. That makes me sound really manipulative, <laughs> but like in a way, just like who am I in this situation? Right. Yeah. Where some people are like themselves day in and day out in yeah. every situation. I envy those people, you know, do you fight the chains though? If you have a partner that's trying to get you to change into their ways and you're just like in that single mindset where it's like, I'm not changing for you or does it just depend on the situation? It depends on the situation. I feel like I've gotten better at it. As the years progress, I think there were times when I would just like go along with it until it was like a breaking point. I'd be like, wait, I kind of lost my track. I lost my way. I lost, you know, my internal mm -hmm. like North Star compass because, you know, somebody else seemed pretty sure about like what was a right way to be. What about you? Do you fight change or? So here's my thoughts on change. Um, one, when you meet someone, it's important for both parties to understand that the person you're meeting, that's who they are. Um, there is going to be, there's always compromise like we talked about earlier. You're going to have to compromise to some extent, but there's a somewhere a balance of compromise and changing yourself. So yes, I think over time people are going to evolve and change and you have right. to be aware of that. Like one thing I say about any relationship, whether it's relationship or friendship or your parents or whatever, at some point, if you have a long-term relationships, people are evolving slowly and you're going to have to do a little bit of work at some point when you realize that person that you're friends with 10 years ago, isn't the same person now. So yeah, you have to accept the person who they are to a certain extent. Like there's certain habits some people have that, hey, like that's just what that person is. That's how they operate. Yeah. So there's the respect of that person's, you know, the way they are, but also that over time you are going to change a little bit. Both of you are. So right. Yeah. You use two very key words mm -hmm. during during that whole um, spiel. It's like evolve mm -hmm. and compromise. Mm -hmm. Those are the two most important things to me personally in a relationship I'm, yeah in a relationship i don't want to change you at all mm. i just want you to evolve into Ooh. being the person that we can grow to become together you yep. know i want our relationship to to evolve um and i in compromise like i don't i'm not going to tell you to do something but let's let's compromise on mm. and it come to terms or come to an agreement let's talk about what works for us you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and a third thing is like having somebody to take care of mm -hmm. is, I think, good for you in a sense. I mean, whether it be a pet or a family member, I think like constantly day in and day out, like mm -hmm. having somebody that's got your back. But like, I think more importantly, you having their back right. and like having to, I guess, navigate that and all the busyness of your own life and still make time for them, I think is difficult but i think it's rewarding right right i i agree so do you disagree John? <laughs> i was about to say officially it, it sounds like one point relationship you got a cat yeah that's why you don't feel lonely you got a cat um <laughs> one point relationship zero point for single people sorry we i wish we did tally it up honestly <laughs> wait were you competing again Dom? <laughs> right i thought we were just again we're just talking and that's about why being in a relationship is better than being single <laughs> so again, he Dom, signs out right after that he throws shade at both of us so it's dom one thank you for listening to us. <laughs> wow <laughs> no but seriously thank everybody for for listening is there anything else we want to touch on before we close things out um i think i was no i think we covered it but i mean we this is one that we definitely want people's feedback on yes, because i think it please. is kind of like a 
more of a hot button button ticket than uh, the '90s, but we'll see. Yeah, and I also <laughs> I also want to put it out there. Like normally at the end of each episode, we would just talk about a random question, and we still will do that if we get those questions in. But we also want to hear your take on the topics that we discussed this week. So if you have, um, if you want to speak on, write us about what you feel about being single, you know, just send us an email, send us a, a DM on Instagram, Text Twitter. us, call us. Send us a TikTok video. We'll, we'll, we'll address it. And we'll address it in the ne- next episode. Even if it's something we missed, like yeah. 90s last week. We didn't talk about TV shows. Yeah. So you can you can write us and let us know like you know what you miss about the nineties I and mean, we'll we'll touch bases on that at the at the end of each episode. But if you do have a random question, we that's what we've been doing for a long time. So continue to do that as well. Speaking of questions, Antonio, do you have one? Yes, I do have a question that uh, someone wrote into us. I'm going to read that for us here shortly. All right. So the question from one of our users that I got on Wednesday was not users. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's my IT background coming in. Uh, a really good friend of mine. Uh, we're now in the final quarter of the year. Many folks are starting to ramp down as we head into the holiday season. How do you plan on leveling up life in preparation for 2024? That is such a good question because it's been on my mind a lot lately, right? Mm-hmm. Last quarter, trying to figure out like what you didn't and did accomplish this year and what you want to build upon or what you want to like set aside, right? Like I started this year wanting to learn Spanish. It didn't happen. And I don't think I'm going to try to do that next year, you know, (laughs) because I just don't think that it's like doable at this point in my life. doesn't mean it wouldn't be a nice skill to have, but um, I think it's just wellness, taking care of my body more, Mm -hmm. knowing my body more, knowing my, the inner workings of my mind a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and then of course, like superficial stuff, like need to fix the house, want to do some improvements on the car, need to dress better, all that shit. So, and level up at work, really. I want to, in this next year, kind of move up a little bit in terms of like in the IT field and Mm -hmm. like kind of switch roles a little bit. So hopefully it's more doable than Spanish, honestly. Um, for me, it's kind of the same. My development, as far as my career is concerned, I want to take that more seriously. Um, hopefully the podcast will, will still be going and everything. So focusing more on that leveling, leveling our situation up. Mm -hmm. Um, and also I, I, I really want a house. Yeah. I really want to become a a homeowner, um, here in Texas, hopefully. They're building. So um that's something that I'm, we could be neighbors yeah I, I would love that that that's it's always been a dream of mine to like have a house and just like have my neighbors like be like my friends and it's like, cool i got cool neighbors yeah yeah like i just just want to just grow more as an adult you know i'm i hate paying rent I, I hate paying rent so much i'd rather pay a mortgage towards something i'm going to own one day Ooh, that's when uh being in a relationship does come in handy right. so exactly. <laughs> maybe two zero being in a relationship versus being single but yeah that's that's something that that i'm looking forward to to working more towards and if if there are any realtors out there who want to help a first-time homeowner just let me know mm. nice um for the rest as far as me leveling up i want to continue on my kind of like general self-improvement journey um i started writing in a journal a couple months ago like i I wrote down one thing i wrote down everything good that happened in the last like 12 months Mm -hmm. and i want to take time to reflect on that and actually like instead of being so hard on myself as i get through the year just kind of you know relaxing the things i've done and accomplished and keep pushing forward Mm -hmm. um i have goals with um some of my side work i do Mm business-wise i want to continue to pursue that and improve on it but really it's just everything i've been doing i just want to you know keep that steady keep my routine and just keep making improvements with that and you know communicate with the people i communicate with better and let the rest of the noise just flutter away yeah black out all the extra noise all the extra noise the unnecessary well everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode we surely did Um, yeah good talk yeah amazing until next time peace